Welcome back to another edition of Talent Talk. In this week's edition, we'll be talking to current assistant women's tennis coach Ana Ramon Dominguez. The first-year assistant coach in the Ospreys are 3-0, and they will go to USF this weekend. But before that, let's get into recapping last week's action that featured women's and men's basketball, women's tennis, and women's swimming. On the men's basketball side, Garrett Sams started off the week by earning A-Sun Player of the Week honors. By Thursday, UNF had moved into first place in the A-Sun standings after defeating Liberty 71-70 thanks to a Garrett Sams free throw with 1.5 seconds left on the clock. North Florida went to Lipscomb Saturday where it dropped an 85-73 affair to the Bisons, although Yvonne Gandia-Rosa went off for a career-best 30 points in the loss. Men's basketball hosts Stetson Thursday and Kennesaw State Saturday. It was a big week for the women's squad. North Florida went on to defeat Lipscomb Saturday, January 25th. Four players scored in double figures in that game, and Adrian Jackson became the third player in UNF D1 history to notch 800 points and 500 rebounds. Women's basketball also downed Liberty to finish off last week's action following our previous episode. They won 65-50, to moving into the sole possession of third place in the A-Sun standings with a record of 12-8 and 5-2 in the conference. For the women's tennis team, women's tennis improved to 3-0 after feeding Cornell. That was last Monday, January 20th. That was the last time that they were in competition. It will go to USF Sunday. And the, la- the next time they will be playing at home is when it hosts FAU February 21st. Women's swimming went to North Carolina for the weekend, falling in a pair of meets to U- UNC Asheville in Gardner-Webb. UNF prepares for the CCSA Championships which will be held in Knoxville, Tennessee, February 19th through the 22nd. The men's tennis team opens up its season Saturday against Georgia Southern, and baseball hosted its first official practices this past weekend. With that, let's get into today's interview with assistant women's tennis coach Ana Ramon Dominguez. We have uh, a new member in her first year here at UNF, but she's played against UNF before, and then she's going to play against her previous school is Ana Ramon Dominguez, assistant women's tennis coach. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me here. Uh, how's it been so far? I mean, it's a pretty quick adjustment being a player and then now being a coach. It's been a lot of fun. It's definitely been interesting. It's for sure a transition, but I kind of knew my junior and senior year that I really like coaching and being on the other side. I think I had no clue on what actually that meant till this year, but it's it's been good and I like it a lot so far. I'm learning quite a bit. So, what's kind of been one of the biggest surprises for you uh, with coaching? Because obviously, as a player, you're probably like, okay, there's X's and O's, there's strategy, and what else is there? Has it been other off off the court stuff? Uh, f- one of the funniest things I'll say is that as a player, I used to be really stubborn. And sometimes I didn't want to listen to the coaches. Sometimes, <laughs> but um, get a so reference for that. <laughs> yeah, <see. laughs> so now when I'm coaching someone and they are not really listening, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get why they don't listen. But then I look back and I'm like, I was kind of the same. Or I used to struggle, for example, just moving forward, and I'll, I wouldn't see it when I was on the court. But then now that I'm outside, I'm like, I see it so obviously. Mm-hmm. Like it's so obvious, but. Um, rather than that, it's it hasn't been anything huge. Um, rather than me going to the match and kind of being like, I'm ready to play, but I'm not anymore. Yeah. 
does it feel the same? Do you kind of still get like the competitive jitters as a oh, coach? Oh yeah, I'm it pretty feels competitive. The same. It feels yeah. the same. Even though you're not like the one executing, you yes. feel feel nervous. But yeah. I still feel like it's a competition. I'm part of it. Um, I might not be um, hitting the ball, but I'm I'm still competing. So it's a different feeling, I guess. But it's really similar. Mm-hmm. Did you um, when you were at USF? Did you think that you would be a coach? Uh, yes. Know? Well, um, mainly my senior year. That's when I started looking into what I was going to do after graduation. But that was always an option. Um, I started doing it with some of my teammates sometimes. Like, we'll go hit extra and um, I'll be the one kind of telling them what I thought or giving them some feedback. So my coaches were like, I think like this could be a good option for you because you seem to like it. So I mainly my junior and senior year, I'll mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, what's kind of been the biggest enjoyment so far of, of being a coach? Well, I feel like being around the group and just seeing how I can have an input on on them, like how I can go with them on court and then they go to a match and something that we've been working on, they come to me and they're like, ah, oh, Anna, you saw that? Like, it was working today. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's been fun. So seeing the growth. Yeah, seeing the growth mainly. How is it? Uh, as a player you're on one court at a time is it hard to now be on like three courts per se like split between you well, and coach Dune again this is something that I probably shouldn't have done as a player but I used to look ar- around a lot yeah <laughs> I mean I was one I of think those a lot of players probably do <laughs> like and you're they playing look at your the scoreboard. and you're like how's court number six and I want to see how I need to do and at USF it was completely on the other side so mm-hmm. I'll be like oh she's five four and my coach will be like Anna you're focused on your match I'm like ah, mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> so it it hasn't been too bad sometimes yeah um I get focused on two courts and I'm like oh I have a third one so I just need to adjust a little bit but again as a player probably again something that I shouldn't have done I learned it so now it's worth it for coaching Mm -hmm. I guess but that's the crazy thing about being a player than now being a coach how much you learn in that first transition period um so going back to what we said you're going to face USF this weekend and obviously you played for USF and um, now you're a coach against them what what's the biggest thing on your mind with that well I'm just really excited to be honest um I want to go there and I want to do it the best that we can. Um, if my coaches and my ex-teammates learn anything from me is that I'm really competitive. So I'm sure they're all having a talk now that they all know that I'm going to go there and I'm going to try my best. And I hope the players do as well to to beat them. Mm-hmm. So. Probably have a little bit of an inside, in for, an inside in input on, on the team for <laughs> for coach. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So this has kind of evolved and not just, you know, experience as a student athlete, but now as a career, tennis seems to be kind of like a way into a career in the U.S. for a lot of international people. Um, Did you imagine it to be like that when you came to the United States, being from Spain? Well, I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, I came for the first time when I was 18 and I was going to stay for four years. Um, I first time in the States, I barely speak English. Mm-hmm. All I know is to play tennis a little bit and okay, it's tally, but everything was really new for me. So I decided to come here and that's why most internationals do it. Just because at home, you cannot really do both of them. You need to choose. So for me, it was whether you just study or you play tennis. 
and I liked both of them way too much to just give up mm-hmm. one of them. So the States sem- seemed to be the best option for me. And I mean, I loved it since I came. Probably the biggest adjustment was being on a team just because my entire life I've been pretty much alone. I'm from a small city. Mm-hmm. I used to practice with other coaches or only one guy. So suddenly to have another eight or nine girls to practice every day, I was like, wow, this is kind of a dream. Like mm-hmm. I've never had this. So that was probably the biggest adjustment, but I, I loved it since I came. I felt welcome. Um, people really helped me, especially with my English mm-hmm. whenever I got lost. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's obviously a big deal. Yeah. Um, to not have any background in it. How did you get over the language barrier? Uh, it wasn't too hard. I'm a pretty outgoing person. I think it would be for a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) So I will try to talk even if people didn't understand me that much. And my teammates were really helpful. I had a couple teammates that spoke Spanish, so Mm -hmm. they will translate whenever I did understand what they were saying. But in like, in a month or two, I really got most of it and I started being better. And, and I remember the really difference was when I came back in Christmas and I was like, wow, I actually understand most of it now and I'm able to answer. Because before I would be like, okay, I don't know what to answer. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a meeting with the team. I want to say something, but I really don't know how. So again, the entire the advisors, like all the tutors, ev- like they helped me a lot. So that was really good. Are there a lot of options for international tennis players that are playing collegiate tennis and in order to get help for that type of thing uh well usually what they do you guys mean tennis players or when you guys come to the states yeah i would say let's yeah just focus on college tennis players but states in general could be inter you know foreign exchange student even yeah uh i'm yeah i'm not sure like he here for example when i was about to come i was supposed to come in summer just Mm -hmm. to learn the language Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't be that difficult but there was a problem with my visa that we don't need to get into yeah for sure um so i i couldn't i actually ended up losing my flight and coming in august so that made it really difficult Mm -hmm. but yeah no i don't know so going back to your experience in spain you're from uh, burgo spain is that Mm -hmm. correct and so that's that's actually pretty close to the french border right yeah it's like an hour and a half probably an hour yeah. yeah so it's pretty northeast uh, definitely different than a lot of people's opinion of what Spain's like, I'm guessing. Yeah. What was it like there? Well, it's a really small city. Um, it snows during Christmas. Mm-hmm. People probably are thinking Barcelona. And yeah, they the, the uh, whenever I say, oh, you're like from Spain, you're from Barcelona or Madrid because yeah. there's no more cities. Yeah, no other, nothing <laughs> else exists, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's a really tiny city. Um, kind of old people, probably. Not really like a college um vibe or anything like that but i mean i loved it i grew up there um you can go walking everywhere it's really tiny really small really cool so that's why i ended up coming to florida as well it's a big draw to be in the warmth here yeah because i was i didn't want to keep practicing on indoors i really wanted to be outside and practice outdoors so i remember when i was trying to decide where to go um i kind of kept map and i was like okay i kind of want to go south and warmer than going you know new york and yeah having the snow most mm-hmm. of the year so yeah it's a it's a big draw for a lot of people yeah. how was it training did you play most of your tennis indoor then in yes in that part of Spain? well okay. tournaments no tournaments i played 
traveled yeah where do you travel uh well i travel a lot around spain portugal morocco tunisia france um czech republic italy uh, poland just Mm -hmm. all around europe i also came to paraguay and mexico um but yeah that was so it was pretty much whatever the tournament had whether it was clay or not which most of the people think that's because I'm a Spaniard, I still be good in clay. Yeah, Nadal. That's amazing. David Ferrer. Don't tell anyone, yeah. but that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just a he's just a special case. Yeah. There. Well. <laughs> did you play? What surfaces did you play on mostly? Were you playing on hard court then? Both of them, hard court and clay. Did you play grass yeah. at ever uh, carpet. F- carpet a couple yeah. times, and I got injured both of them, so yeah. I decided not to. Like burns, <laughs> like burns on the carpet, yeah. or yeah. just okay. Yeah joint issues burns and like my knee just because i don't really know how to run in carpet yeah and my foot will lot, get a stuck. it's a very rare there aren't many tournaments obviously no and i didn't like it at all mm-hmm. so i decided not to come back mm-hmm. uh what is the coaching like there what do they emphasize for for playing tennis style I, play i feel like when you tell someone you're playing a spanier they tough. always they always have this idea of like tough grinder runs yeah, I mean, that's what they see on TV with yeah. Spanish players. And I feel like that's how the the Spanish coaching style is. Um, I mean, for me, they wouldn't spend that much time on the technique, but instead of, like, you have to run to every ball. And that's probably and I what... And baseline, <laughs> or n- yeah. And that's probably what I did the best in college, too, you know? So um, I feel like that's the biggest adjustment. Or I remember um, bowling. I didn't know how to volley when I came to the really? States. Yeah, or doubles, just mm-hmm. because I didn't have anyone, so I wouldn't go to tournaments with anyone on doubles. Sometimes it will be like, oh, you want to be my partner for doubles for this tournament? Someone that I didn't even know. So when other people actually practice doubles. So when I came here my freshman year, is what? Surprise, I didn't play any doubles because I wasn't good yeah. at that. Yeah, so you were basically, you know, just on your own most of the time with singles, yeah. trying to, were you trying to make it professionally at that point? What was the goal? Yeah, I mean, I was really focused on it. I did homeschool my last two years of school, high school, uh, mainly because that gave me the flexibility to travel and all of that. I I wanted to go pro. Even up to my senior year, my coach was like, I think you should try, And but I don't know. I Again, I really like the idea of going coaching and doing my master's and all of that, so... It was a hard decision for sure, but I don't regret it, and I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it a lot. Did you play against any anybody in in Europe that you eventually played against in the United States? Yes, a During lot college, of people really? actually. What, yeah. uh, what some what what were some of the schools that you that uh, happened? It's all over, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I play so many um, European tournaments that pretty much every school that we went to, um, there will be someone that I already played against. Um, I remember this girl that I met in Tunisia in one of the tournaments, and then she came to USF, and we kind of really we stopped, we looked at each other, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I met you when we were 14." So did she speak uh, Arabic or or French? No, that or? girl was I don't remember where she yeah. like that was a tournament. Okay. There, oh, so but she was, she was just from there. some I don't remember where else. she's from. I see. And and I, I don't know how we spoke back then to be honest i probably tried to speak some english but i mm-hmm. i don't know how that went yeah so I, that was probably the first real conversation <laughs> that we had that was the first USA one ever five yeah. years later. <laughs> so talking about other adjustments obviously your game probably changed and how your coach changed a little bit um 
what was another one you know food or anything in particular i mean food is a big one yeah we we eat pretty good in spain i i miss the food a lot sometimes my parents like to joke around that i miss the food more than i miss them (laughs) which is not really true but (laughs) it's a big factor it's it's a real thing i mean you're not alone in that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no and also part like the culture i like it here uh, Mm -hmm. a lot but sometimes just seeing people on the street kind of walking around mm-hmm. here's the concept of like you get the car to go you don't everywhere. walk anywhere you, you don't, don't really bike walk. anywhere so sometimes and i just like walking around yeah and yeah yeah it's a totally different concept of travel and transportation and living and how you live in homes and everything was it a um obviously you said older city like age mm-hmm. but was it like a pretty classic city like architecture yes and pretty everything. classic um it's a really traditional city as well i mean we have um the cathedral which is i don't even know from what year it is but like it's really really old yeah um it's it, it has a lot of architecture that people just go and visit just a lot yeah. of history there a lot of history most yeah. people in that town don't leave that town i'm guessing yeah no there's not this concept of I'm yeah. going to move houses or I'm going to yeah. go to this other city. Even for them to just move to Madrid will be a huge change. Mm-hmm. People that live there, was are born there, they are probably going to die mm-hmm. there. So it's kind of hard when you say that you are out of out of the city and you aren't even in, on another country. Did it make it really hard to leave then? Cause for me, Or were you ready? I, I was ready. I'm, again, yeah. I've... You got experience because you're playing tennis everywhere. I got experience because I, I was traveling yeah. a lot. Uh, probably for my family was harder, yeah. I'll say, because w- I'm also the youngest in my family and my entire family. Mm. So um, for them to have their baby live yeah. in the country. Because you've had, n- it's no example of how to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a bit hard. And they were like, you're going to another country with another language by yourself. If we want to go see you, we have to take a plane and wait another 14 hours. Spend money uh, and do that. Yeah, yeah. we mm-hmm. don't want to get into the money plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's it's a big thing. And you only get to see them twice a year. But, I mean, they see me happy. They know that I'm doing what I like. So mm-hmm. they've they always supported me. So Did they follow um, your career at USF a lot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, my parents came to watch me twice and my mom uh, she doesn't know english but she knows how to get on the websites and whenever we're playing at a yeah. school that has all the cameras so oh yeah be able if they to got look for the play it. sites up i'm gonna watch the courts yes yeah. and she'll be like oh i was watching that this school was playing against blah blah and you're playing in two weeks and i already watched that girl I'll be like wow <laughs> she's got a scouting report <laughs> no no she's like another That's assistant awesome. coach That's like, awesome. she knows it all so no they they follow me a lot and cool yeah they play tennis no well my dad does but now like he started 20 years ago Mm -hmm. um he didn't play tennis growing up he was my brother the one that i started but he didn't like competing so Mm -hmm. and i was kind of like the first one in the family yeah do you have a favorite tennis player professionally not really yeah i so like watching watch? i like watching okay i like watching a lot but there's no one that i fully love probably one of my favorites will be ferrer mm-hmm. 
uh, the grinder. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's he, he's been successful, top ten for many years. Yeah, but just yeah. because like he's a good example of you don't need to be super talented, and don't get me wrong, he is. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to hit unbelievable shots yeah. to be on the top. His serves not Milos Raonic. Not, not at all. Uh, but he his his head, his mind. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's what I admire about him. But yeah, no, I just like watching in general. But Nadal got all the love, I'm sure. In your yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, he gets way too much love sometimes. <laughs> so I'm like, so it's let's like, give some love to yeah. Ferrer, to other players. It's that like not that special. It's like, you love him, I love him. What's the big deal? It's like, <laughs> let's choose somebody else. I mean, else. no, he's unbelievable. Yeah, of course. Like, so you really had a breakout year, your senior year. But, you know, you, you went through some things leading up to it. Um, What was your journey as a tennis player at USF then? Well, at USF, I, as a freshman, I had a pretty good year. Um, I was freshman of the year, all conference, same s sophomore year, playing all at one, at number one, all conference as well. And then junior year, I feel like my coaches had big expectations for me. Um, I did too. I started off pretty well, actually. I was feeling well. I was playing good and I got a concussion. My teammate hit me with a ball on my ear, serving. Mm. See here with the frame. Doubles? Can yes, doubles. During practice, the day before of the match. And I was out for like 15 days. Wow. I couldn't go to school or anything either. I was pretty dizzy. Um, got a headache for many days. Um, didn't feel well. And then when I came back, I, I came back at one but I played against some top uh, top players and I wasn't in my best, so I didn't perform well. And my coaches decided to move me a two because that will give me some confidence and maybe a three. And when they moved me a three, I felt like I was going down and down and down. Yeah, th coming from one to three is a huge deal yeah. for your, in your mind. And like I will be playing okay during practice, but still not doing well and I didn't really at that moment I didn't really know what was going on I knew that tennis wise I wasn't performing well but what I realized later on is that I wasn't good myself like I wasn't in a good place and that's the biggest thing tennis is a sport that your head plays a huge factor and sometimes it's not even tennis wise uh, how, like it's how you approach the match it's how you are feeling it's it's your man mindset and I, I wasn't there. I was in a dark place. I mean, I remember calling my mom after a match. It wasn't even about the match, crying. And I was crying. And I'm, I usually, like, if you know me. Composed, yeah. I usually mm -hmm. don't cry. I hate mm -hmm. crying in front of people. So I'm not even going to cry on a phone because I yeah. can't, you know. And two weeks later, they were getting on a plane and coming and coming to the States. And I just wasn't being myself. It's pretty hard to admit it that way. But. I wasn't there inside or outside of the court. It was bad. So I, after they came, it was a bit better throughout the end of the season. But still, I, I really wasn't myself. I, I was dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, and if anything, I just took that as a learning lesson. And I feel like that's why I ended up playing even better my senior year, or I ended up playing well. Because I was like, I had such n high expectations. I could have been ranked. The way I was playing, I could have been ranked. Maybe could have made it to NCAAs. Who knows? Like, 
but I didn't. And instead, I didn't even play at one most of it because I wasn't playing well. Mm -hmm. So what were you playing the majority of the season then as a junior? Uh, well, again, I played at one, like the first seven matches, mm -hmm. then at two, three, and then moved me back to two. Mm -hmm. So mainly at two, Okay. I will say. Yeah. But not playing great. So what did you do in between junior and senior year? Was it mainly mental work or was it training? I feel like the biggest thing between junior and senior was the mental part. I mean, everything that I was working since my freshman year to my senior year ended up paying off, of course, like in terms of my positioning, being a little bit more aggressive. Like I was more comfortable with that game, but it was mainly my head. Like I've always been a pretty competitive person and I've always been kind of that person that if you lose the first set, you know that you have to keep working because I can come back. Like that's the biggest thing of me as a player. There's always a chance of coming back in that match. So I just, that summer, I really thought about a lot of things. I went to tournaments and I started paying more attention about the way I reacted and I I started being in a better place. Mm -hmm. And then senior year, yeah, it, it was just a lot of fun and I enjoyed it a lot. And thanks to that, I, I'm probably here. Yeah, that senior year was big for you, for your playing career, but your career after, and it's already showing and paying off clearly. Um, go into some of your favorite moments in that year because obviously there are a couple that uh, I could bring up but maybe you have one that I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> well I again I was really focused um, since the beginning and as I was mentioning to you earlier I I won the first five matches and I remember my coaches being oh you you are even to last year and I was like whoa whoa we are starting like, on, like man. please don't bring this up you're my like, coach I'm just warming up <laughs> right and I don't know if I had like seven or eight matches in a row that beginning of the year my favorite for sure well I had two actually one of them was playing against uh the number one from LSU because mm -hmm. I play her in the in the fall the first tournament of the year when we went to Bahamas mm -hmm. and I lost against her kind of easy. So I had that match recorded and I kept watching and watching and watching. I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to beat you. And so I know straight what to sets. Do. Yeah. Okay. Straight, yeah. And then I went to that match and I told my coach, I was like, I got it. I know what to do. She might beat me, but we will see. I have a chance. And we went to the third set and I ended up beating her. So that's when I was like, I'm I'm here. I'm yeah. this this is I'm being myself this year. It's gonna be my year. I know it's it's feeling good. And then after that, it was uh, when we went to the ITA kickoff mm -hmm. in Georgia, and that's when I played the number one uh, player in the nation. And I didn't have huge expectations. I always go to the core, thinking that there's always a shot. It doesn't matter who you are playing. And my coach was like, "Just enjoy. You've been doing a great job in practice." Just trust everything you've been working on. And, I mean, I went there. It was indoors. She's a, she hits hard. Mm -hmm. And remember, so I'm a Spanish. I'm yeah, a, I'm a grand. She's going pace so on you. So, at first, it doesn't look too good mm -hmm. on paper. You want to play? You want to be playing outdoor in yeah, a, windy, a windy match. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I was lucky because it was, like, really close to Christmas. And in Christmas, I practiced in indoors. Mm -hmm. So, it felt kind of like being at home. Mm -hmm. You still sense. had that in you. Yeah. yeah, and it felt like I was really comfortable, and I beat her in two sets. I remember she had a set point when we were 6-5. You beat her 7-5. 7-6 the first oh, set, okay. and 6-2 the 
Just okay. like I said. Yeah, but I was up. She started up 4-1, for God's sake. And I was like, it's okay. And then I was up 5-4, and she got up 6-5, had a set point. Or I th- I believe, no, she had few. She had like four because there was uh, mm-hmm. another one on the 6-5, I believe. And you're like, I don't want her to go to three yeah. with me. And I want to cut her off I was just I was just enjoying it. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a match that I I enjoyed the most probably my entire career because mm-hmm. – I was playing well. I was playing well. I had no pressure whatsoever. And I just remember my coaching walking towards me. Wow, like you did. I was like, yeah. So uh, what was that moment like when you won? What Was it relief for you? Because like you came back from that junior year, kind of had a rough time. I was it relief or just happiness? Yeah. I didn't really look back and I wasn't like, oh, I'm glad this year has been better than last year. No, I never took my junior year as a failure again. I was like, pro- and even my coach said it. She was like, probably because of last year, you are where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Because you're more mature. You are thinking differently. You're doing things differently. And and you are good. You have a great mindset right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you are being Anna, and before you weren't. So, What was the key for you in, um, in just executing against her? What was your game plan? probably what we talked about earlier running to every single ball and just putting one more ball to play and making her beat me that's the biggest thing um as a player they always told me that um they can beat me but i still never beat myself Mm -hmm. i still never lose a match if i'm beating myself and that was part of your probably your mental progress that you made that between those years it was like i'm really gonna think about how i'm responding to something bad you know and you had a couple other impressive wins that year um did it really change your mindset about tennis after college that year, that senior year? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking. You were just like, I'm playing now. Yes, because yeah. I, I actually remember having that conversation with the other two seniors, and some of them were ex- like stressing out about what they were going to do next. For me, I was like, this is my last year of college. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm never going to have this moment again. Was the point of thinking about the future if i don't enjoy what i'm doing right now then Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do neither Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm just gonna stay present um i'm gonna stay on the moment and and just enjoy every single practice and play my best every single match Mm -hmm. and i think that was kind of like the key i'll say and so that it ends and ends in ended in sometime in may for you right Mm -hmm. um was it like I'm going to be active and pursue being a coach um, or, you know, did the opportunity just come to you? Well, it didn't really end in May because I was trying to get to NCAAs. Right. So I kept practicing. I yeah. ended up 58, so I didn't get into NCAAs mm-hmm. because of two. So close. I know. It still hurts. Don't yeah. remind me too much yeah. because it still hurts yeah, I'm a sure little bit. you remind yourself enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I again, I did everything I could. So it is what it is at the end of the day. But I started looking into coaching probably in the beginning of the spring semester. So I kept talking with some coaches about the opportunity on coaching and and all of that. So, yeah, I didn't really sign or get the offer till the end of the season but Mm -hmm. it was there the entire time i was just not really focused on it yeah so you got here um and obviously as we know Catherine ends up taking over um instead of having um coach cobra 
what are, what were some of the conversations that you had with Catherine, like right off the bat? Cause obviously you're already in this position and now you have a new head coach. What did you guys talk about strategy wise or just get to know each other? Well, yeah. I feel like in the beginning it was mainly get to know each other. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always hard when you get to a new team, but especially if both of you are new. None of us knew the team. Uh, we don't know Jacksonville. Yeah. We don't know anything. You don't, it's all new. I mean, it kind of helps in some way probably, though. Yeah. It does because we are on the same mm-hmm. uh, page. Mm-hmm. But that was the main thing, kind of get to know each other and talk a lot. And I she started explaining to me what her values are, mm-hmm. what she expects from me, how mm-hmm. she wants to coach the team. And mm-hmm. that was pretty much the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the fall like for you guys? It was good. Uh, we were pretty successful in some of the tournaments. It was probably the same thing with the girls. Just get to know them, mm-hmm. build that relationship, mm-hmm. um, build that trust mm-hmm. mainly because it's you cannot thing. really coach a group of girls if they yeah. don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest thing. It was a lot of fun and we definitely got to know each other. We're still doing that, mm-hmm. but it was it was a lot of fun and I feel like now they know what to expect from us and we know what to expect from them so that's good um obviously as you know been it's been a successful program um how do you guys go about processing that is it like past is the past what's our own thing or we just trying to take our next foot forward well i feel like you should you shouldn't forget about the past this group has done unbelievable things Mm -hmm. i mean they've been really successful for the past uh, few years Mm -hmm. uh, winning conference and but um, at the end of the day, this is a new year. This is uh, try- we are trying to build a new program, working on the culture of the team as well. So um, I'll say that that's the biggest thing we're doing right now, really spending time with the team and trying to set the standard, trying to build that culture. And I mean, we're not scared and going and oh, what mm-hmm. happened if this is the first year that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Like that's far mm-hmm. away. We just take it one at a time. It's three months away as it is right now. Too. Yeah, and yeah. I mean the season is long. There's a lot of opportunities. It's not everything. Like it shouldn't just be based on that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that go into play. Mm-hmm. So let's just take the time and let's keep working every single day. And whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about uh, the team so far? You've only had three opportunities to see them in competition, but. What do you feel about them right now? I feel like they are ready. I feel like they are. Re- they really know the way they should play. That's something that we discussed a lot at the end of last semester. Mm-hmm. We work on them knowing their identity mm-hmm. as a player. So now when you go to the core y- th- and you mm-hmm. ask them, they're like, "If it's my case, I'm a grinder. I know mm-hmm. what to do. Like mm-hmm. I should be loyal to my game. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to see that growth on them and kind of owning their styles the mm-hmm. different styles and i mean i, f- I feel like they are working a lot on the mental part mm-hmm. as well so um, mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be a good season and mm-hmm. i'm excited to mm-hmm. to see it and enjoy it with them do you still want to play uh, <laughs> i would love to <laughs> sometimes i'm like please someone take the racket away from me because i'm about to jump yeah especially on those deuce points i'm like i got it <laughs> yeah it's like all right let me just finish this real quick yes. and i'm sure you're gonna want to play uh this weekend though for sure <laughs> well um yes. thanks so much anna for coming on i appreciate it thank uh, you for having me and um excited to have you here and good luck as the season goes on thank you so much
So thank you, Coach Ramon Dominguez. Looking ahead, we have a very important weekend on deck beginning with Thursday night basketball. The men's basketball team hosts Stetson for a battle for first place in the A-Sun standings. Both the Ospreys and the Hatters had defeated Liberty this season and are 5-2 in the league. After that, men's and women's basketball will host Kennesaw State to begin the second half of A-Sun play before the women's squad turns around to welcome Stetson to the UNF Arena Monday. A few teams get their season started over the next couple of days with indoor track and field going to South Carolina to begin their season. Men's golf opens in Ponte Vedra Beach Monday. The men's tennis team hosts Georgia Southern Saturday. And women's tennis continues its season at USF Sunday for a 12 p.m. first serve against the Bulls. So stay tuned for some more action next week. And following that, we'll speak with Drew Weeks, former baseball player and now current AAA member of the Albuquerque Isotopes.